I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. So, what is a holding company? A holding company is a company whose primary business is holding a controlling interest in the securities of other companies. So, basically, a holding company does not produce any goods or services. Purpose is to own shares of other companies to form a corporate group. You have many examples of holding companies, and the latest one is Meta, which it was Facebook before, but now Facebook is now suddenly a company which is held by Meta. Let's figure this one out in Smarter with Sid's episode. Of course, the nature of a holding company depends upon which country it is in. So, in the U.S., for example, eighty percent of stock in voting and value must be owned before tax consolidation benefits such as tax-free dividends can be claimed. Now, this means that no double booking of profits or dividends and all of that is allowed. So, there are mechanisms developed by each country to make sure that people are not using this as just a way in which you can avoid taxation and and stuff like that. So what is the use of a holding company then because a lot of times we hear on LinkedIn on various newspapers in in the digital or the printed format that Facebook is pulling a fast one on the government by just changing a name and making a holding company to make sure that Facebook does not face a um, trial of monopoly now what does that mean what does that mean now for this we have to understand what Google did too Google also changed itself into alphabet and alphabet then held google's shares and perhaps will hold other shares of other companies that it starts and lot of people even then said that it was a way in which google was managing not to be completely divvied up by regulation to make sure that you know uh, it is not unfair competition and it is not running a monopolistic business so both google and facebook now recently has been a kind of accused of running its business and making this change into a holding company stuff only to manage the way in which it is perceived to be a monopoly what i find interesting is that how did these companies manage their evolution from them being a startup to them being virtual monopolies so like with a lot of other things it is not necessarily a one road fits all perspective so if i look at companies like amazon or apple they have grown and they have changed or kind of evolved their vision or kept their vision loose enough for them to incorporate other product services and therefore brands into their original company's vision mission and and the rest of it and value system as well so it means that there are advantages towards their being a singular brand that is known to the marketplace so whenever i'm buying an apple product whether it's an iphone or a mac or whatever i know the standards of quality this so my perceptions about an apple product remain the way it is now imagine if apple for instance became a holding company and it started a lot of fruits like banana pineapple etc i'm being facetious of course but imagine if bananas were mac bananas right and uh, you know iphones were uh, pineapple iphones it won't work because the associations of the brand are so strong and apple can kind of connect to that value system that i have about a technological product like an iphone to a technological product like a, you know a desktop or or a laptop computer and and so on and so forth this is where apple's advantage also becomes its disadvantage 
Now let's compare and contrast this with, let's say, a Facebook. Now, if I look at an early interview of Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg actually had envisaged Facebook as a company that was like a college directory meant for connecting colleges uh, and their populations with each other. Now, of course, that has evolved into something tremendously different today. The Facebook that we see also has WhatsApp and Instagram and therefore now today it is Meta. Right. So Facebook has become meta because Facebook not only is not a college directory in its Facebook avatar, but it has also bought and grown through stuff like Instagram and WhatsApp and with the latest connect to Oculus Rift. Now, this is where the thing gets a little muddied because the name meta suggests something else for Facebook as a holding company. I think this is intrinsically linked to vision and how that vision has evolved. So if I look at Alphabet today, Alphabet has Google and it also has Gmail and it also has YouTube and it also will have more products in the future. And therefore, what we are beginning to understand is Alphabet is a very interesting sort of decision that was taken in order for each of these brands to have their own sort of vision, which may or may not complement with the others. Now, if I look at Facebook, and if I look at the change of name to Meta, you suddenly become aware of the fact that Meta is deeply connected to the Metaverse, which is all about virtual reality, which is connected deeply to Oculus Rift, which was bought by Facebook a few years ago. Now, Oculus Rift ensures that all of us can put on a pair of you know, glasses or a headset and get into a virtual world. And that is the vision that Zuckerberg sees today as opposed to the college directory vision that Zuckerberg saw, you know, a decade or so earlier. This difference in vision is reflected in the holding company structure. Now, this is a very different thing than, say, the WPP group, which holds a lot of competing ad agencies within its structure of a holding company. Now, over here, they want to make sure that the, the companies or the brands that they own within the WPP group, which can be competing ad agencies, can compete with each other and can actually fight against each other in the marketplace so that ultimate value is delivered to the shareholders. Now, I don't think that that is the exact same uh, decision-making process that Zuckerberg and company actually went through when they changed their name. I think it was deeply connected to a change or evolution of the vision. If the evolution of the vision is connected to them understanding that all the current ways in which social communication is going to happen is going to dramatically change because of a change in technology and therefore people are going to go into the virtual world and spend more time there. Yes, it is a scary thought and yes, there can be a lot of connections to this scary thought. In fact, Elon Musk goes on to say that maybe we are living in a virtual reality right now and we don't know it, right? So, Besides all these metaphysical thoughts, the word meta actually is connected deeply to this vision of virtual reality. So Facebook, in a way, sees WhatsApp, Messenger, Instagram, and Facebook as products that are going to find competition in the future because of a change in technology. Now, that is a big difference in the way in which a WPP sees things, isn't it? And trust me, it is, this is also different from the alphabet thing. So if I look at the alphabet thing, it is because self-driving cars have 
have to have a different vision from say a gmail from a youtube from a uh, you know a google search engine will mean that a holding company like alphabet actually makes sense because the evolution of vision goes towards making different products which have got nothing to do with each other so therefore you need organizational structures to manage them differently facebook's is different facebook is different because facebook became meta because meta sees a future that facebook itself may or may not be a part of and isn't that interesting now is there something else that zuckerberg could have done of course i mean if you look at elon musk and the way in which he started the boring company the way in which he started tesla the way in which he started you know spacex and and every other venture that he is going to or will get into the companies have been set up as separate companies from the very get go but for that there is a very clear understanding in elon musk's mind as to the visions being completely different from the inception point in zuckerberg's case i don't think that vision had that sort of clarity at the very beginning so therefore at some stage in time probably he realized that facebook cannot be a holding company because facebook itself the facebook future itself is going to be very different and can be challenged by a complete changing trend now some people do think that meta is connected to a future so far away so far away that it is not going to make any sense for it to be anything except a holding company uh, in order to kind of avoid being broken up uh, as a monopolistic thing Uh, for the next ten years or something, and uh, yes, sure, there is some credence to that theory as well, that conspiracy theory as well. However, I tend to believe in the evolutionary theory much more than the conspiracy theory, and I believe that there is some germ of a thought which Zuckerberg, as a futurist, is seeing now—a a vision that he was not able to see, let's say, fifteen years back. And I think sometimes following Occam's razor, that's all there is to it. And I am tending to kind of be on that side of the vision today. What do you think? What do you think? And I hope you like this episode of Smarter with Sid. Of course, we will revisit this and we will revisit this and see whether I was right or wrong or whether my vision needs to be modified in order to actually understand what the hell is going on with Facebook becoming Meta. The idea is to be smarter by one percent by presenting different perspectives and views to. Uh, to you guys and to figure out what you think and to become one percent smarter together, right? Because my belief is that truth is always relative to the reality that we live in, and if that one percent difference gives us an advantage, then we should be looking at that advantage and sharing it with like-minded souls. On that weird and happy note, I would like to say that hey, do connect with me. I'm the traveling professor on Instagram and on LinkedIn. and uh i hope you had a great diwali too see you soon <laughs>